Welcome to the check-in. Welcome back to the check-in, y'all. Uh, how 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 are you doing, friend? <laughs> I mean, we gonna get into it because today we talk about the devil has been busy. Yeah, so so busy. I would love to see how you're doing before we get into the topic. Um, well, seeing that I've been his business for a little bit, <laughs> um, it's not good. It's not good. It's Last not- night was the first night I got like legit sleep. Oh. Um, yeah, we've been struggling, trying to sleep, calling mm. out of work because we can't sleep. Mm. And then like, but but Friday was cool because Friday, like I was been depressed, but I had some mania on Friday. So we got yeah. to put up the Christmas tree. We got to put up the tree. And Christmas was, is alive. Yeah, it was late. It came late this year, but <laughs> we, we did that. Uh, but that's the, that's the um, Lunchable version mm. of uh, we're not sleeping mm. and it's not good. Mm. It, <laughs> it hasn't been a good time. No, mm-hmm. no, not at all. Every time I think about, wow, I gotta do this for I don't know at least another fifty years. I don't know how long I'm gonna be alive. I'm just <laughs> like, wow, and I gotta do this without sleep. Like, God, are you mad at me? What did I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What mm. about you though? Like, how, how's how's things? So, <laughs> so I've been having the opposite um, situation. I've been sleeping too much because mm. I've been. Um, how about that? Well, that's kind of like a lie and kind of the truth. So I stay up all night, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll sleep during the day. Mm-hmm. So that's when I say during the day, I'm sleeping way too much. Mm-hmm. But it's because at night I'm going to bed at like 5 a.m. You know, it's I'm pushing it back down to like 2, 2 a.m. And then hopefully, you know, in another few weeks, we'll get down to like maybe 930. Maybe. I'm sorry. How many weeks? Did you say a few or a two? I just a few. A few. A few. Yeah. So maybe like by like January end of January, end of January. It, not even end. I was gonna say next December we could have a very good. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a very healthy sleep I hygiene. Like how you're pacing yourself, Regimen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't want to listen. Gosh. To sleep in. The last thing I want to do is disappoint myself even more because oh, life okay. is already high. Right. I mean, life is already hard, not high. It could be both, truly. <laughs> but that's what I've been dealing with. Um, I've been a little stressy with my job situation, but we'll get into it. And because of that, I've been definitely like, I just saw this one meme where it's like, you can't mistake if you're not a wiki. And it really resonated with my soul because. I'm tired of making mistakes. It hurts mine because when you're always awakey, is it <laughs> you're constant mistakey? Constant <laughs> mistakes, yes, absolutely. So yes, that's okay. that's been me. And um today we're gonna be talking about how the devil's been busy. Yeah, all year, really. All year. We're gonna talk about the the lessons we've learned. From our biggest heartbreaks, mm-hmm, disappointments, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You're- um, with friends, family, and work, correct? Mm-hmm. And and relationship, if you have been in relationships. Oh, yeah, yeah. Friends, relationship. I mean, like just... Situationships? All the... Th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. make sure to say that so you don't feel left out. <laughs> yep. A situation. Oh, my God, I didn't think we were going to do this so soon. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the check-in. Welcome to the check-in. <laughs> All right. So do you want me to start it off? Oh, yes. You're moderating today. So, you know, do your thing. Okay, cool. So I'm going to just jump into work. I knew you're going to work first. Because work has really got me super fucked up. Yeah, Um, as they do, as they do. Yeah. So I think think this year 
I really come into my, wow, you are low-key a bad bitch. You are high-key an extraordinary person. And all these niggas keep treating you like you basic. Like, it's really just been a self-reflective year. And I've noticed that more so in work. So the job that I have, I'm not going to name no names because I'm still here for a couple more days. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a dream job opportunity that, you know, f- really fell into my lap um, in 2020 mm-hmm. or 2021. When it was like mid-pandemic. They were like, hey, we're fully remote. We always have been. Why don't you come work for us? It's going to be great. And I was like, OMG, my job is about to go back to business as usual. I don't subscribe to that. And I would love a fully remote job. Yeah. So I hopped my ass on over there. I quit my other job. I was like, oh, this is going to be a great opportunity. Like, I've always wanted to volunteer for this organization and, like, work for them and I saw myself being there for my last final job. It was going to be great. Mm-hmm. So I've been there for about a year and some change, maybe coming up on two years now, um, I think. I think. I My LinkedIn will know the exact dates. But it's like, <laughs> it's like a year and more than six months I've been there. And, you know, this job has really, it's gassed me up. It's given me empty promises. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, there have been people that have pretended to be in my corner, but weren't in my corner. There's been some backstabbing. There's been just a lot that's happened at this one very, very small organization, you know, and it's been kind of parading itself under the guise of like oh no we're nice and you know we're we're a healthy work environment oh and for context for y'all there's no hr department so there's no hr department anybody's like go to hr yes there's no there's no hr department um it is the hr department are the people that i don't like um (laughs) and they are not part of hr it's just the now executive director and um the deputy director and it's just like let me just talk okay so before there was a transition in um roles and everything like that Mm -hmm. who was at the top the executive director at the top who you know renamed her title the ceo she was a Mm -hmm. wonderful black woman that tried to sister girl me She was just like, come into my bosom. I'm going to take care of you. You are going to be protected. You are a bright, young black woman. I got you. And so I believed that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I believed all of that. And I I went to this woman. I shed tears in front of this woman virtually. But still, like, she saw me cry twice. Um, Which is crazy because like i don't even really see her cry like i see her cry she laughs too hard that's pretty much that's that's pretty much it crying from laughter is a beautiful thing you should try it sometime guys you know crying regularly is also okay well you know okay differing opinions Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay i don't cry that much right so it was a big deal that you know i came to this woman in a very vulnerable state and i trusted her and blah 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 So fast forward to the new year, um, January, more transitions are happening, all positive changes, everything's going good. She's like, 
hey, I want you to be in a new position. I want you to kind of build out our pro bono attorney program and, um, you know, just just be the person behind that project. Like Mm -hmm. you are in charge of that. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, great. This is amazing. This is going to give me a little bit more experience in something that's more legal adjacent to what I'm doing like they had me doing intake for a while they hired somebody else and they're like see you're not going to be doing intake forever but it's just like I ended up still being pigeonholed in that intake position Mm -hmm. so the pro bono attorney program was a good opportunity for me to kind of like spread my wings and be a peacock so I was really excited for that um when we were like fast forward like a little bit into the year the pro bono attorney project that I was like in charge of, it's just started getting more and more out of my hands and more and more like in control of other people. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you niggas got me fucked up. Like what is going on here? Like, why are you taking control of a project that's supposed to be mine, telling me I can't do X, Y, Z, then telling me that the project is only going to be limited to our clinics, like we're only going to have pro bono attorneys for, you know, whenever we do these rushed, janky ass clinics that I was not really in charge of. If I was in charge of the clinics, they would have been different. They would have been like actually helping people. But I feel like the way the clinics were ran with this organization, it was just to me, grant requirements, everything about this organization. It was like, let's check shit off of our grant checklist instead of making sure we actually do proper work. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really I wasn't really getting down with that. So the pro bono attorney program really slipped out of my hands. And then all of a sudden, my black woman savior just quit and like didn't give me a heads up didn't have any type of communication like when she announced that she was leaving literally nobody knew she was looking for a new job nobody knew um so it came as a total surprise and you know that's your right we're all at will employees you can leave whenever you want to but if you are taking it upon yourself to be like a mentor and a leader for some people and things so telling them hey if you're trying to leave let me know yeah like She told me, thank you, you're reminding me of very key parts. Yeah, I got you, I got you. She, we had, um, we had some, an attorney leave in the springtime, kind of in the same fashion, very randomly. And so she, you know, did her little speech during our team meeting and was like, you know, if anybody's trying to leave, just give me like a heads up, like, give me like, she low-key was asking for a two-week notice Mm -hmm. if we were planning on leaving. Um, because that loss that we had with our um, attorney, that was our only Virginia attorney. Mm -hmm. And it really put us in a really, like, uncomfortable situation. But fortunately, we were able to pivot and have somebody else fill her role pretty quickly. Um, But then, like, a month or two later, our CEO quits. And she's just like, yeah, I'm going into environmental like I'm going into a whole different field like has nothing to do with sex trafficking has nothing to do with legal work has nothing to do with any of the shit that we've been doing I'm leaving you bitches bye deuces um and as a result of her leaving the person that I confided in her and told her like I'm having a problem with this person this person is very sneaky like this person moves ugly behind the scenes this person doesn't like me 
that person was next in line to take her job. And the fact that she didn't give me any warning that that person was going to be my new boss, I was like, wow, mm -hmm. you got me fucked up. So with that experience, that was a huge heartbreak for me because I definitely, I need to separate work relationships with like my emotional state of mind. Mm -hmm. um, I need to learn to, you know, and this isn't this isn't for everything, but like for this situation and where I'm at in my career, I really don't need any more new friends. I know last year I said that everybody rejoiced. I mean that this year um, because, you know, my circle is pretty close knit, pretty tight. I understand the personalities that I'm around now and I just don't have time. I don't have time <laughs> to get to know people. I don't have time to be vulnerable with the wrong people. I don't have time. So with that instance with work, I definitely think that it was just a situation where I didn't know myself and I wasn't confident and I wasn't secure in who I was. And so I opened up to somebody that probably didn't deserve mm -hmm. my vulnerability. And when that person kind of, left it triggered like a whole hell of a lot of like childhood abandonment mm -hmm. trauma that I didn't even know was laying dormant mm -hmm. I was just I was really crushed and I was talking to my therapist about it and she was like you know like it's fine to be angry but is your anger misdirected in some type of way so I had to sit with that and I had to kind of go through that and I had to like be like yeah you know this is like some mommy daddy issues. Like I'm, I'm really just mad at that. But like what she did was still shitty, but it's not, it shouldn't be so much where it should like cause me to lose sleep at night. Mm -hmm. So um, with that lesson learned with work, now I'm moving different. These bitches have no idea who I am. Like <laughs> just now that, you know, things are changing and I'm leaving this job and I'm saying more about some of the stuff that I have going on outside of the work, they're just like, oh my God, you... You plan events, you curate, you do that, you work with artists. We didn't know you like music. Yeah, I do. I do all those things. Mm -hmm. I'm an extraordinary person. And all y'all see is that I do intake. Mm -hmm. That is how you know me. That is how you chose to know me for the past year and, and some change. Like, you didn't ask me what my interests were. You didn't ask me what I wanted to do. You didn't care. And so now I'm going to shine without you, bitches. And you could just. <laughs> watch from the sidelines and I'm not throwing you any money at all like we were talking about nonprofits we wanted to support last night and I'm just like man I wish I wish I had a situation where I would like directly work with a nonprofit that I respected I don't mm-hmm mm -hmm. not anymore mm. not anymore mm. so that's uh that's my spicy lessons learned okay yeah for work Okay, for work. Yes. Um, all right. So, uh, hard to follow up. Don't even think of it like that. It's okay. I, I will. I did. Oh, it's too late. Um, I don't have anything spicy for work. Um, I put my peen on the table at work. So, she really does. It's um, huge. I don't. We don't have no problems. We don't have any problems you at work. No problems. So, the only thing that I've... I've learned, which is not really a heartbreak, but just a small lessons learned is that I, the job that I have currently uh, was entitled was a step down and pay 
It was a substantial increase. <laughs> substantial. substantial. Flex on them. So I can't like <laughs> I can't complain about the monies because mm-hmm. the monies is right. Mm-hmm. Um, I went from a job where I worked with a very small team, but everybody carried their weight. Everybody did what they were supposed to do, and um, after leaving that team because I was the only person who did what I did. I was overworked. I was taking my laptop on vacations. Mm -hmm. And then there was this choice of, do I just actually enjoy my vacation and come back and be upset because they didn't destroyed all my processes Mm -hmm. and everything is broken. Mm -hmm. Or do I take it with me and just do a little bit of work while, you know, I'm there and go, all right, well, I'm just going to have to work a little bit every time I leave this job for quote unquote vacation. Mm -hmm because it's easier than having to fix problems when I get back. So mm-hmm. that was a the situation there, but I loved my team. Mm-hmm. They, everybody worked to come to a newer team where it's like, all right, my role was diminished. Like they definitely said like, Hey, you're a senior. We're not, you're not going to be a senior here. Is that fine? Mm-hmm. I looked at the paycheck. I was like, Man, good ain't no problem <laughs> <laughs> ain't no problems over here ain't no problem um and then to come in there's a team of people who do what i do so mm-hmm. i'm not working by myself but um <laughs> <laughs> i found myself like halfway through this job doing the task of somebody who would be a senior mm-hmm. and the actual senior was real real chill and laid back like he yeah. wasn't like oh don't worry about that he was just letting me do all this work so i'm like i had to read like think about it. i was like wait 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 i don't get paid to do all this stuff <laughs> and it's the worker bee in me that's like all right i know that i do a good job mm-hmm. i want to do a good job if somebody's asking for something and somebody's taking too long or they taking you know i can do it right then and there i mm-hmm. do it nah we done with doing that Mm-hmm. We're not doing that no more. Mm-hmm. So I've since like scaled back a little bit and I've had some people like, Hey, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you I need a job. <laughs> Cause it sounds like this, this is a senior problem and I ain't no senior. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I learned. It wasn't really a heartbreak. It was just like a, all right, you got to decide who you want to be at the job. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not going to be Jesus here. Yeah. You shouldn't be Jesus here. Like they pay you to do a specific thing. Mm-hmm. And so you need to keep doing that thing. Now they, they did try to put me in a different role mm-hmm. and they was double tasking me. And I had a whole, like that whole summer, I was just like, I know I didn't told these people I'm not doing this, <laughs> but I was trying to help. I was like, they're trying to get somebody new in the role, but it kept, it went from like two weeks to three weeks to two months. And I'm like, y'all pay me to do one job and this ain't, this ain't it. So I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, oh, well, can you? No. What? <laughs> because I told you and I was calling people on vacation mm-hmm. because if my job going to be hard, you don't get to relax while you gone from work. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fix this before you left. We in it together. <laughs> so I just, I was like flabbergasted. I was just like, you guys really are taking advantage of my kindness, but any job you go to, they going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I had to just d- come back into my savageness and go work boundaries. Oh, okay. Y'all, saw me helping and thought I was just going to continue to help out of the goodness of my heart. Why are you not giving me no more money? Mm-hmm. I got to work extra hours and I got to train somebody else. Mm-hmm. You got me all the way fucked up. All so yeah, that's okay. That's so okay. yeah, now, now people just go, Hey, are you okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. For asking. And that's it. That's a, no heartbreaks really with work. It's nothing that, you know, couldn't be fixed with an adjustment on my end. Yeah. You're very assertive at work. 
I was setting weird expectations for people. And so mm-hmm. when I have to look at it like that, like I've shown them nothing, but I'm going to step up no matter what. Yeah. And so I had to go, oh, sorry, that's not who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to step up no matter what. <laughs> um, I'll step up for some cash. Yeah. But then I remember you asked me, like, if they gave you more money, I don't want no more money. I want less work. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So that's that's all I got for work. Mm. Girl, Lord. Damn, is it back to me? Yeah, yeah. All right, situationships. I keep looking at the clock because I want to give myself like 10 minutes for all these things. All right, listen. Two people got me fucked up. Two people. Two of them. But I will admit, and this is accountability. This is recorded accountability. I was moving kind of sneaky. Okay? Like... Explain. Uh, now I'm intrigued. So, <laughs> you shouldn't go after two people that are friends at the same time. I can't <laughs> say that I haven't, so I will be quiet. Go ahead. So, like, uh-huh. that's on me. Like, Is it? yes, that's that was me doing the most. Dis- but disagree. I okay. That's up for debate, and we could debate that. But like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened? So me, mm. I love mm. pulling people that I couldn't pull in the past, but now I don't love that shit no more. Because if you <laughs> if you didn't want me way back when, you don't deserve me now, bitch. Get out of my DMs. Like I'm so over that phase in my life, and I'm I'm really happy that I hit that right before I turned thirty. Because that's a really slippery slope to go down. Because, you know, I think when you have that state of mind, it is like there's a part of me that likes the emotional manipulation. Like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Or or you're going after people that don't deserve you in the first place. You see what I'm stepping in? Kind of, sort of? Kind of, sort of. Kind of. I mean, it might be a stretch. You might have to do some it's, Pilates. It's just that we come from two different places. Because, I'm, you know, I'm introverted. So, like, I, I don't seek. I don't seek. Exactly. And when I sought to seek. Exactly. That man was weird. I need to stop seeking. And he continued to be weird. But that is where I'm at in life. I am at a po- I'm at a point where I'm not seeking anymore. If you like me, then... It could just be natural. It doesn't have to be forced. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be me inserting myself into your life or you inserting yourself into my life all the time. If we see each other, cool. If we don't, whatever. Like, I've been this year, I would say my loneliness has literally just been, damn, I wish I had somebody that could bring me food. That's about it. Other than that, my peace. DoorDash do that, baby. I know, I know, I know. But like my peace, nothing can beat that right now. Mm-hmm. And I think all last summer, my peace was just, you know, I was disrupting my own peace. These people that I was seeking were disrupting my peace. And so no more, no more, no more, no more. But. Ugh, such a beautiful thing to hear. I know, all right? I was really concerning so many people in the tribe. Um, So. There was we would talk about you too. Bruh, everybody needs to relax. We made it through. We made it through. Cause you have to go through these and you have to learn your lessons. You don't think so? I am a I listen to the elders. Um there's not a lot of things oh. that I like to learn by trial and error. Oh, I like to learn, but like right now I think I'm at the let's listen to my elders type of space. Hopefully. We don't know how long that's gonna last. 
You know, I'm a Sag. I march to the beat of my own drum. She doesn't like rules. I don't like rules. Or being told what to do. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. So. <laughs> You're upsetting. You're so upsetting. <laughs> I know. I know. So, yes. So, let's <laughs> let's start with the guy. So, yeah, we're going to go there. Um, you know, I went to the prestigious University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And, you know, there were some people that went to that school that from afar, I was just like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what would happen. I wonder what would happen if I pulled them aside. Gross. I know, but hey, hey, it happened, okay? We're just being honest and accountable here. Right, right. Right? <clears throat> so when we were at the University of Baltimore, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Um, we did not pull those people. We stepped. We kept to ourselves. We studied. We were in pre med, and then we had a midlife crisis, and we stopped pre med, and we just finished out our major. We did, like I had no situationships, no no relationships, no nothing in college. I really was Probably chilling. Probably so much more peace. Yeah, I mean, I did have fun. Like I was just that friend homie. Like I'm pretty sure I wasn't liked by like one person because I was too much of a friend homie to her man. But like, I was just a friend homie. I really didn't have any ill intentions. I'm not gonna ask no questions, go ahead. <laughs> so yes, I didn't pull nobody in college. I kept to myself. So, you know, fast forward to last summer, I'm just like, wow, I really need attention for some reason. I went through, for some reason. I went through a really bad, shitty-ass, boo-boo-ass breakup um, with somebody, again, from my past that used and abused my just second-chance nature um, and ended up cheating on me. So I was just like, man, fuck that bullshit. It's summertime. It's hunting season. Let's go play. Summer, summer, so summertime. I'm like going to these little events with this dude and you know hanging out getting to know him nothing too nothing too crazy and then i go <laughs> then i go to a yoga class with him right i go to a yoga class <laughs> with him mm. and i'm there for this guy i am hand on the notebook i am there for the guy but then I see the yoga instructor who is a girl. Mm. And I'm just like, what is happening to my brain right now? Like, I ain't never, like, not not a person like in front of me, mm -hmm. but like I've had girl crushes on Mel B, Beyonce, like Mel B. Mel B was my first girl crush. Okay. Yeah, that was that was when I knew. I was like, oh, you like bad bitches. Okay, cool. So I was just like, wow, real life crushes with girl? Okay. Okay, let's see how this goes. And so <laughs> I started talking to this yoga instructor, like completely ignoring the guy I was there for. Mm -hmm. Just out of sight, out of mind. I was like, I don't even see this nigga. Like, I don't even, what is happening to my schemes i am really being thrown off off course here like just bamboozled this is why god <laughs> makes you know he he has these two people that he's like all right this is your friend partner through life because <laughs> they have the eyes 
that are different from your eyes the eyes yes. that see the different things yes when i went to the yoga class yes. i was like this one so listen okay so the and that was that was the reaction from most of the tribe most of the tribe was just like this is the girl that pulled you like for real like i have bad bitches in the tribe right like many 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 all my friends are attractive so they were just like what is happening here what is happening here <laughs> like her over me like, I, was so, I was so confused so it was a it was you know listen it was the energy honestly it was the first sight like seeing her and like being attracted i was like wow this is a really gorgeous woman and then getting to know her the personality was like and i told you i was like i'm either getting best friend energy or like soulmate energy from her and you were like mm, your best friend slot is taken so it's it's truly like all of those <laughs> places were full and then i didn't like how ambiguous this woman was and so i don't like I've said before, hashtag my slogan, I don't like being confused. I get confused, <laughs> I get angry. It's not a good time. So I'm just like, you said this to her and she did what? Yes. Wait, what? So let just me ask her directly. That too. You were getting in my ass about shooting my shot. You were just like, you're being a pussy. And I'm just like, bro, I don't even know what is happening. Like, this is just a whole woman. Like, I don't know the territory with this. I know in my <laughs> heart and in my head, I was like, she ain't not it. And I need her to ask the direct question. So my friend could also see that she not it yeah. so that we can move on. Yeah. That was probably like 90% of my frustration. I was like, I don't like this young woman. Yeah. Because it got, it, it was very long and drawn out. So the whole thing between me and her, and it was like very one-sided, but you know, I'm going to get into within like the next five minutes because I'm trying to keep this at 10 minutes I'm gonna say it ended up with me expressing feelings and those feelings not being returned however we had a very 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 emotionally intimate summer together like we were hanging out every single week after we went to that treehouse mm -hmm. and just chilling in the park smoking talking being vulnerable with each other like really getting to know each other really being our weird genuine selves with each other and it was beautiful and i really in that moment i was just like wow like i really don't like your your friend <laughs> like mm -hmm. the guy that i thought i liked like he is not meeting the criteria or the check marks that you're checking off like when i'm getting to know you and hanging out with you and even when we were around other people we just had best friend energy mm -hmm. and people would ask us like oh yeah how long have y'all been friends and i was like i just started hanging out with this bitch like this summer like we have not been friends for that long um but hanging out week by week getting to know somebody like very intimately like that i'm thinking okay this is the real deal let me just shoot my shot I shot my shot and that that bitch was in the air for what felt like four score and seven years. Mm -hmm. Like she just completely ghosted me. Mm -hmm. Popped up and was like, oh, hey, girl. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm chilling with my man this weekend. And I was like, 
what <laughs> what are you talking about mm-hmm. she's like oh yeah it's you know remember that male friend i told you about well you know we've been we've been really getting close and really been blah 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 and it's just like a whole different level we talking about having kids and getting married and i was just like that's really fucking crazy because i was literally about to tell you i had a crush on you and then again minutes went by and she was like wow I really did the most telling you about him, didn't I? And I was like, you never mentioned him before now. (laughs) Like, we've been seeing each other every week. Mm -hmm. Every week for the past couple of months. You never brought this nigga up. I was around this man and you ignored him. It was just me and you chilling. You were begging me to stay and for that nigga to go home. Like, what is what is happening? You treated me different. She treated you like a fan. You treated me like a fan. You did. And you didn't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. And so that happened. I ended up low-key telling her, her guy friend that I originally had a crush on. I was like, yeah, I fell for your friend really hard. And then I told her I liked her and... He was just like, oh, yeah, that's just her spirit. Like, And, I mean, even she said that to me. She was like, oh, yeah, people have crushes on me. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I'm like, what is wrong with you and your warped reality of how much attention you need? Like, you really could have told me to ease up months ago. Mm-hmm. This shit didn't have to get drawn out to the point where I had to get my feelings hurt. And that was the situation that had me super fucked up. So as revenge, you know, I kind of did some things. I did some things that I shouldn't have did, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the friend that I originally had a crush on, the guy, you know, that should have never happened. (laughs) Those things should have never happened. What did we learn? We learned that life is better on your own basically and uh you just <laughs> wow okay, okay that's the, lesson. <laughs> the lesson is i'm not gonna chase people no more like if you like me and you truly like me because here's the thing that that young man said to me i asked him i was just like okay so what are we doing here are we just messing around are we just like What's going on? Do you want to date me? What is, what is the, what's the thing? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I don't know you well enough to date you. You got me fucked up because we also were hanging out, not as often, but like we were hanging out last summer as well and getting to know each other. And like the internets would say we went on a date. I don't call it a date, but we definitely went on a date. We went on a date to a pretty decent restaurant in matching onesies, and he paid. I don't know if I want to date you. Huh? Nick, what? But you want me to... I mean, they, okay. were, they were both best friends. They were both best, best friends that didn't they, talk to each other. They did similar things. They are twins. Yes. They're our twin nemesises, honestly. Our evil fucking <laughs> yes. twins. Yes, so I my lesson learned was that... Uh, Shit, what was my lesson, friend? I don't know. I'm still healing from that shit. I'm not, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, well, I'm gonna say what my lesson was for my situation. That wasn't a situation. <laughs> it was a full blown relationship. It was beautiful and it's like really lovely. But uh, uh, how cute. 
I never thought ever in my life I would leave somebody that I was very compatible and happy with because of their mother. <laughs> I was shook. I was shook. <laughs> and so I'm not going to get into all the deets because, I mean, we, 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 we deep into the episode and there's a lot that could be said. Um, it's, you know, somebody might be listening, but <laughs> what the point and the purpose the nevertheless, such as, however, however, is listen to your tribe because this one right here was telling me like this is disrespect. Why are you oh, entertaining yeah. disrespect? Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm a, I'm gonna do the the quick car facts. Like I was my time was being demanded and not asked mm. of. Um, there was very terrible communication when I was offending this mother. <laughs> um, she did, she wasn't telling me and so I was finding out after the fact and then I'm panicking because I'm like I'm work, walking on eggshells I don't disrespect people's parents I'm mm -hmm. very much like a closeted people pleaser yeah. not as out there as I used to be like I think I've tried to do better with that but I definitely try to make people feel comfortable mm -hmm. but I do it at my detriment and I gotta work on that mm -hmm. but like I was really trying to do all the things I had so much grace and patience for me to be called the ex's name for me to mm. have been communicated <laughs> with directly in the ex's name on multiple occasions, like for me to have to like deal with this, like atomic bomb fallout for these situations that didn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And each time there was a situation, I was the one I was having to adjust mm -hmm. and I end up rolling back all of my boundaries because I'm like, I really love this man. Like he's great. He's he's the best person I've been with thus far. Like, mm -hmm. I really don't want this relationship to end because of his mom. Mm -hmm. It did. Mm. August, I had to lay that relationship to rest because mm -hmm. the like you said, like I'm sitting at the freaking dining room table crying because mm -hmm. I'm just like, what is wrong with this lady? And why doesn't she like me? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not even doing any and I could be doing things to yeah. you and I'm mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. like even my mom was just like, I don't like this. I don't like this for you. So mm -hmm. my lessons learned was like, I need to listen to my tribe when my tribe don't feel right about something. They're right. Mm -hmm. They're right. Yeah. Because they know me. Mm -hmm. They know me and what I'm willing to do for somebody, what I'm not willing to do, and what um, what affects me deeply. Yeah. And I've really just kept putting that shit on the back burner. Like, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to figure it out. I really want this to work. Yeah, and I kept asking you. I was like, what are you waiting for? Like, what are you... Nothing has changed so far. So, like, why are you giving more opportunities and chances for you to get hurt? And that's what I ended up having to, I mean, that's what happened at the end of the day. So like this could have been avoided had I listened to the people that I was confiding in and telling them like, you know, how this shit is folding, like mm -hmm. unfolding. Mm -hmm. um, this probably could have been handled in at least by May mm -hmm. this year. And it went out to August. Yeah. A little short of one year with this man, um, which, you know, I, I still have hope that we might get back together and things might work better. I think the part that I played was just that I could have been more, I need to be work Tiffany, but in my personal life. Yeah, bro. You're so like, oh man, you're such a badass in your work life. Cause I'm just, like, I know people <laughs> are not, they're not permanent and yeah. we're not friends and we mm -hmm. don't need to get along because I'm here to perform a duty and then I leave. And in my personal life, I just, it's hard for me to go, 
all right, I can perform a duty and leave. Mm -hmm. Like you're here forever until you die. Like I can't just like. That's not true. And we know that we lost our fair share of friends. No, I mean like family. Cause that's mm. his family. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't just go away. Like he has to make you go away. I can't make you go away. Yeah, that's true. That so true. There, there's social situations in my personal life that are a little more difficult, but that was the the heartbreak and it was a it was a heartbreaking heartbreak i was just like wow wow i really left this like almost perfect man because of his mama but, but you know since then i've been really happy and she's free <laughs> so like I, and we still hang out like we still quote unquote in a talking stage right now uh, i'm not i'm not about to talking stage yeah okay like there's no titles right now because okay. i'm not finna just yeah jump back in there but yeah, that's that's that. I would say, okay, so you, I would say my lessons learned was compatibility isn't enough. You could be super, super compatible with somebody emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, but at the end of the day, there can be some other external factors that you have to just, you have to take into consideration. Like their personality. Yeah, and if those aren't, aligned with you and your personality or what you have going on with your life then you have to reevaluate the relationship so like for me in my situationships um with the girl it was like we were super compatible like to this day if I see her I'm just be like bro I'm like the most compatible person that's gonna put up with your bullshit ever forever and ever amen but that's not enough and like if we're on different pages, then you just need to accept that and move on forward. With the guy, it was the same thing. It was like, oh, you don't know if you want to date me? That's fine. Our relationship, we don't we don't have one anymore. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to, you know, pretend. We don't have to do this weird back and forth because you wanted something from me. I wanted something from you. And we're both not going to be satisfied because we're not going to get those things. That's like the... So with the... <laughs> With the the young man, mm -hmm. as DJ Soul called him for so long. The young man. The young man. The young man. Yes. That's what I learned from him because I was just like, I was looking for something very specific from you. And I told you. And mm -hmm. it was very clear. Mm -hmm. And you sat there and was like, oh, no, that's not really what I want right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. For me to get what I want from another man. And then you turn around going, oh, let let's double date no let's not double date bitch like, like you didn't want me there was a purpose <laughs> for you and the purpose is now on someone else but so see, why are you popping up like there's no friendship after that like i yes I, I want people to understand that at a certain point if i go to the grocery store mm -hmm. for a carton of milk mm -hmm. oat milk almond milk because you know oat we don't drink we'll milk out here Less is lactose free. Anyway, <laughs> if I go to the store for milk, there's no way that I'm leaving the store with a bag of Cheetos. Like, mm. that's not like. That's not what I went there for. Yes. Yeah. If I don't get my milk there, I'm going to go to the another store until I get milk because that's what I need. And that's what I'm looking for. So if you try to slide <laughs> in my cart, oh, I'm some M&M's. I don't need M&M's. I don't need M&M's right now. make my oatmeal with M&M's. No. I can't bake cinnamon rolls with M&M's. Oh. There's no utility for you. Get the fuck. There's no utility. 
that's what it was. There's no utility for you being in my life right now. Because I can't get what I need from you. You can't get what you need from me. So, so let's, doing let's move on. Goodbye. Like, stop. Stop. But there are really people in life that are just like, well, like, we can at least be friends. No, no we can't. I have enough friends. I was looking for something that you could provide and you said no. So we're good. We're Most good. definitely. Thank you. I was looking. See, your ask is far more innocent and wholesome. Mine's was just like, bro, I was looking for dick and you didn't want to supply that. You didn't want to supply that. You were very clear about that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to respect it for a minute. But then like, why are we here? Yeah. Like, why am I in the back of your car? Mm -hmm. You're not going to give me nothing. Right. You're not going to give me what I want. Stop wasting my time. Stop wasting my fucking time. And on that note, let's talk about family really quick. <laughs> really quick because i think we we got like 10 minutes let's do five and five okay let's do four and four you okay i could do four family i'm gonna just for me personally i'm going to keep my family on the prayer list you know <laughs> i am just <laughs> yeah minutes, yeah yeah because the the issue that I'm having with my family, like the biggest heartbreak that I'm experiencing with my family is nobody in my family knows me anymore. They don't know the Sharday sitting before you right now. They don't know the Sharday that knows herself. They don't know the Sharday that's confident, semi-confident in herself. They don't know the Sharday that is learning to love herself and her flaws. Mm -hmm. You know the, you know, panicky Sharday, the insecure Sharday, the scared Sharday, the Sharday that shrinks herself even more to appease other people's personalities. Mm -hmm. That's not me anymore. And, you know, I'm experiencing, you know, the evolution of relationships, you know, with my mom. My dad is just a that's that's a relationship that's always been rocky. Fucked. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's my mom, it's cousins, it's like it's just people that I always thought we were in sync mm -hmm. mentally or not anymore because I am changing. I am changing. Like, I don't want people to be like, oh, she changed. Yes, bitch. I changed. I'm changing every day. That's what humans are supposed to That's do. what humans are supposed to do. I am changing and I am changing for the better. And if you can't see that, then, like, I have to set aside time to introduce myself to you mm -hmm. and right now where i'm at in my life and the shit that i have going on i don't have as much free time as y'all remember me having mm -hmm. i am not as available as i used to be because i was always there for people like you know y'all know i hate phone calls but certain people i will answer the phone because i know you need to talk shit out i understand that and i want to be there for you but like now I need to be there for myself. Mm -hmm. And so there have been conflicts that I've been having with family members. And I'm just like, I have to, I have to come back to this. Mm -hmm. I still love you. I still want the best for you. I still support you. But right now my energy is needed somewhere else. And that's for me. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what my biggest lesson learned with family is. Like I just had a family vacation it was wonderful on paper, but like emotionally, it was very triggering. And I kind of went through bullet by bullet with my mom, like 
the shit that was bothering me the whole time during that trip. And she was like, wow, I didn't even know that. And I'm just mm. like, yes, because we think about these things now, because we are more mature now. We are in a different emotional state of mind now, and we need to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm seeing patterns that are triggering me, I'm not going to be I'm not going to want to be around those situations anymore. Mm -hmm. So like I was very honest with my mom. I was like family vacations, I don't know if I can do. Mm -hmm. I really can only be around y'all for like a day. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Yep. Because y'all don't know me anymore and you you guys don't you guys aren't taking the time to get to know the new me and that hurts. Mm -hmm. And I have to be in a in a state of mind where I'm ready to explain who I am to people and I'm just I'm living my life without any explanation right now and it feels really fucking freeing and that's something that you know people just don't appreciate so that was my look at you hell yeah almost to the second I love that clock that's a good clock right there all right so <laughs> uh for my my <laughs> My nuclear family has has been experiencing a, a shift, mm -hmm. and um, this Big is new. Home. I I don't really talk about my family stuff, um, but my brother has come home. He has a fine ass brother, y'all. I'm sorry, that was inappropriate. My brother has come home. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I will leave you here if I drove. I'm trying um, to be your sister. Come on now. Not for, no, no, no. No. Okay. Not after. Mm -mm. Uh huh. Right. No. So see, see how you misleading these fans, these I listeners. I used to want to be her real used sister. Mm -hmm. I used to want. Things change. <laughs> Things change very quickly. Um. So, I realized with my brother being back home, the dynamic that I have with my parents has changed a little bit. Um, my brother is a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. I really, besides him having terrible time management. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of bad that I can say about him. He's a genuinely sweet person, fun person. Even taking him to a random room with random individuals, they will come over and be like, is that your brother? He's so great. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Um, so nothing bad to say about him, but his mere presence back home has caused a lot of shifting in my parents. And in turn, it is causing a lot of shift with how they are treating me, mm -hmm. which I don't appreciate. I've, I felt like I established with both of my parents who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that. Like, I don't like to be bothered. Mm -hmm. um, if I don't, <laughs> like, want to hang out with you, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like, unless there is an emergency or some, like, I'm seeing that you don't have other support, then I will show up. Other than that, mm -hmm. leave me be. Leave me be. Leave me be. Mm -hmm. Like, one of my parents didn't even know where I live for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> One of I still don't know. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm, I am very protective of my space now, mm -hmm. especially considering like my parents are trying to know me. I think my mom does a really good job of listening. Mm -hmm. um, I think she still has some troubles, like kind of figuring like, oh, this is my kid now. Mm -hmm. But we still have a really good relationship. Whereas with my dad, I feel like it's a little harder for me to be like, hey, this it, mm -hmm. <laughs> this it. <laughs> So I, I'm still like the heartbreak is that I'm feeling like I have to reteach my parents how to be around me and mm -hmm. that the expectations that they had of me as a child with my brother, they're thinking it just goes right back to that. And I'm like, mm -mm. no, that man is grown. Mm -hmm. I am grown. Mm -hmm. We have a adult sibling relationship, mm -hmm. as in we talk to each other and we hang out and we have fun, mm -hmm. not no, 
all right tiffany remember all the emergency numbers all right brother big brother keep your sister safe we don't do that no more <laughs> we're both our own people mm-hmm. and he hasn't been here so it's just like you know there there are things in my life that I had to step up in those areas. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come out of being with your family, there are several areas. It's not a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. like you're in charge of yourself. Yeah. You have to make some harder decisions. You have to learn different skills mm-hmm. to take care of yourself. So it's, yeah, the heartbreak is just like, I have to reteach people mm-hmm. how to um, be around me. Yeah, And I'm just like, we didn't already had these lessons maybe mm-hmm. like well, you passed the class what's, what's what's going on now you need a refresher so I'm, but yeah so it's just like what what else am i supposed to do mm-hmm. so i've been really like not taking phone calls not returning text messages mm-hmm. um the emotional labor that i've been having to do to reteach is just not worth it right now so i'm just like I mean, on top of you not sleeping, it's just a lot. Yeah. So, like, if you don't have the bandwidth to actually sit here and listen and apply what I'm asking, like, don't text me. Tell me to call you. Mm -hmm. If I haven't been responding to you. I'm busy. (laughs) I'm busy and I'm dealing with my own shit. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I mean, like we said, the devil's been busy in like every area mm-hmm. and we didn't even get into friendships. Friendships isn't. I think friendships. I mean, for me personally, no, no, we're not going to get into it. We No, I know. I was just going to say like, he's been busy, but not super busy. I think he's been busier in other aspects of my life. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think there's one to talk about, but we're not going to say it here. All right. Cause that was a big one. That was a big that one. That was a big one. The big one. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that has been very busy this year. And yeah. there's a lot that we didn't even, you know, get straight into because yeah. it's a lot. It is it's a lot. It's a whole year of just kind of fuck shit that's been happening where it's like, I have to level up more? Mm-hmm. Every month I'm leveling up, though. Because the, the, the devil don't sleep. He just be like, oh, yeah. you, you think you're comfortable there. Let me show you. You still make poor decisions. Okay. All right. We didn't have to do that. The devil has hands, y'all. And just, you know, keep your defenses up. Keep your hands up at all times. Yeah. And then listen to your tribe. Listen to your tribe. tribe Tell them what's going on, too. Tell them what's going on because sometimes they have sound advice. Sometimes they don't. But most times they do. If they don't, you need to reevaluate your tribe. Wow. All right. Well, on that note... Oh, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> um, this episode was brought to you by Digital Empath Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it was, truly, yeah. in the last episode. And the last and probably episode. probably the, the next couple. Yeah, really. the next couple episodes, yeah. too. It's it's cool over here. Yeah. Actually, in a studio. Um, But we're... What, I can't even remember. You, listen, remember to be kind to yourself. Yes, be kind to others. And remember to be that beautiful little galaxy that you're meant to be. Yep, and get some sleep. Get some sleep. You don't, you won't remember your tagline at the end of your episode. Amen for that. (laughs) Keep your hands up. All right, bye. Bye.